you work eight to 10 hours a day, five days a week for the last 30, 40 years, why would you not do your due diligence and just put a couple extra hours and get a plan together? It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. I'm glad to have you back on the Retirement Reality Podcast. I'm Ben George. He's Mike Coyne, founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services. And Mike, I know you're a big football guy. Maybe maybe this past football season wasn't <laughs> your favorite, but we're going to use that oh today to kind of, yeah. kind of talk uh, finance and football. Yeah, that's, that's I love football season. I, I, as a Vikings fan, very disappointed this year. And obviously, I, I live in Wisconsin, but I grew up in Minnesota majority of my life, so I'm a, still a Vikings fan. And I know so far the Packers have having a great season. As as of we stand today, they're the number one seed in uh, for the playoffs. So I'm happy for happy for them. And I'm not a Packer hater. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is you know definitely top one or two quarterbacks in the NFL still. So right. um, I, and if this is his last kind of dance, his last hurrah, you know, happy for him. What uh, what Vikings? Fans? You know what I should say, Ben. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that this might be the end of the Aaron Rodgers <laughs> era. Is what I'm happy for. I'm sure a lot of fans <laughs> in that division would be happy with that. Is there any chance, mm-hmm. like, would you, as a Vikings fan, uh, open your arms to to Rodgers like you did for uh, Favre and welcome him absolutely. in if you want to come? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd uh, absolutely. I, I no problem. I, obviously, I was a bigger fan of Favre as a as a person, as a player. Just how fun he was. Right. Um, how he played the game different. You know, he was. He wasn't afraid to get hit. He was, you'd get in somebody's face and tell them how good of a hit, and that's all you got. But um, Aaron's not that guy. But um, Aaron is pretty accurate, pretty amazing what he could do with the ball. Uh, probably one of the most accurate passers we've seen, and 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 what he can do when he's on the run. So I would definitely take him in. I'd, yeah, he's. <laughs> people say he's past his prime. Um, he looks pretty good. To I me. think Far was past his prime when we got him at the Vikings. But Aaron, I don't know. It feels like he's. At this moment, he hasn't been listed as MVP, but maybe he'll get it, and he, he'd be deserving of it if he did. Yeah, and he's kind of playing with the chip on his shoulder, too, with that, that whole relationship yeah. up there, too. So, yeah, he'll be good wherever he goes, I think. But the reason why we're talking football, uh, as you saw probably the, the title of the podcast this week, yeah. is don't fumble your retirement in the financial red zone. So we're going to talk about what the red zone is as it relates to finance and your retirement and, and what you need to be paying attention to, mistakes people commonly make in this area. We'll also have a couple mm-hmm. of mailbag questions coming up later on, so make sure you stay tuned but you'll find everything online at principalpreservationservices.com and mike i want to make a quick mention too i know you guys launched a youtube channel recently which is just another avenue for people to to kind of discover content and continue educating themselves right yes we did Uh, we had the youtube channel for years we've been putting our tv interviews that i've been doing through the years for the last seven years on you know wcco for the most part um so those have been up there but we just rebranded as um retirement reality on demand which is a spinoff of what we've been doing on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So any of these podcasts are you know 20 minutes long, 20, 25 minutes long. The, these, uh, these on-demand videos on YouTube will be two to five minutes. And so just on specific topics, I just get right to the point. We just launched our intro. Uh, we launched our first video. We recorded it yesterday. It'll be launched next week. And we're just talking about the up, you know, the changes of 2022 with Social Security. You know, the biggest increase we've had in 40 years. So we just talked about that. But, but yeah, please check uh, Retirement Reality on Demand on YouTube and subscribe. And we'll do weekly uh, videos on topics relating with Social Security, but in shorter segments. 
I love it. Again, you can just just Google retirement reality on demand YouTube, and you'll uh, you'll see it as one of the first results there. So make sure you hit subscribe on that, and please subscribe to the podcast as well. While you're at it, we have a new episode every couple of weeks, and uh, today's a good one, Mike. It's don't fumble your, your your retirement in the financial red zone, and you know people think about the red zone of football. If you watch football at all, you know it's it's such an important part of the game to execute mm-hmm. and not make mistakes in the red zone, get points, maximize your opportunities there. So let's talk about what this means uh, for finance. So just kind of first off, what is the financial red zone? How would you define it? Yeah, it's it's coming into, you know, that, you know, 10 years before you retire, those are vital critical years that you're going to, you know, make sure that you have everything, uh, you know, you're focused. Um, you have a game plan in place and you're you're fulfilling that that plan. Uh, so the first 10 years and even the 5 to 10 years after retirement, uh, so roughly that 20 year period, like 20 yards, you know, the red zone is really important to make sure that you're doing things right and you're not making any vital mistakes. All right, again, so leading up to uh, your retirement is such an important point. So the red zone here. Why are people um, really needing to pay attention here once they get to this point, Mike? I know we've we talked about why you know things you need to do in this area, but why is it so important to pay attention to the red zone? Yeah, time is of course you know less and less on your side. You know you had you've established these accounts. And when people come in here, they said, my accounts have never been so large. I've never seen them this big in my, in my life. I don't want to lose, you know, take, make any big mistakes like we did in 2008. So, you know, if you have, you know, accounts are you know, growing and growing and growing, you want to make sure that you're in the right game plan and you're making sure that you're investing in the right investments at this point and um, understand that, you know, you might only have a couple more years to make contributions and get that employer match, but you know that we call that the dollar cost averaging when you're contributing to your 401ks and IRAs every month. It just gives that dollar cost averaging cost of those investments, which helps your portfolio grow faster. You lose that in retirement. You don't get to make contributions if you don't have income. So, and if you do make mistakes, it's just so harder to recover. Um, we have story after story we could tell about people that made mistakes and we have to you know by themselves by the way is you know even ones we've given uh, advice to and they didn't take the advice and they did their own thing and they came back and um, unfortunately we're lost hundreds of thousands of dollars because of just being emotional because it's hard not to get emotional when you're thinking about retirement and all you can think about you know you're doing the countdown i have you know 271 days till retirement you know when people have that app on their phone (laughs) <laughs> and that's all you can think about retirement, retirement, retirement. And then if the market takes a dip, is it just a short-term dip or is it going to be long-term? If you don't have anybody you're working with, and you can make some bad decisions, you know, like the coronavirus where people sold their investments when the market was at the bottom and they didn't get back in um, at all or they, they stayed in cash where they got in five, six months later after the market had mostly come back all the way up. So you have to be make sure you're you're making those right decisions. All right, so let's talk about some of the mistakes that people make here because, um, as you said, you don't have as much time to, to recover from mm-hmm. those. So what are you seeing people do wrong? A few things. Um, we can always start with, you know, this is something we say every episode for the most part, not having a plan in place, and that's just winging it. A year ago, I think I told you, uh, I think Fidelity came out with this, uh, stated that uh, 26% of people in retirement have a plan. Yeah, that means it, that means about you know seven about three quarters of people are just winging it and trying to do it themselves. So you're trying to figure out how to do it, and by trying to figure out how to do it, what we see is when people come into our office when we're doing planning, we're finding that most 
of the time, people have 85 to 95% of their financial dollars tied to the market. Okay. So, and people are like, well, yeah, but this is lower risk. And this is, a, you know, this is the low risk mutual fund, or this is moderate. And, you know, these are lower risk. I said, well, can you lose in bonds? You know, people are like, well, yeah. I said, well, is, so is there risk to having a bond? Yes. I said, well, we're still going to call that risk then because there, you can still lose. When interest rates go up, which they're expected to go up in uh, 2022, two to three times, what's going to happen to your, your bond part of your portfolio? So what we're finding is most people have all their almost all their retirement dollars besides the money you have in the bank at risk. And what, what's going to happen? It's inevitable that you're going to have to take at some point withdrawals out when the market's not doing favorably you know, well. It could be backwards. And so we all know you don't sell your house when the market's backwards, like 2009, 10, 11, when the real estate market was at the bottom. You don't sell your house then. Uh, why would you want to do that with your investments? So by not having a plan, is you're forcing yourself to sell your investments when the market's down eventually, right? We don't know when that will be. And so your retirement date and the market, they don't know each other. <laughs> they might be neighbors, but they don't know each other. And uh, it could be good timing, bad timing when you retire. So I think that not having a plan, not having understanding how you take your money out in retirement. And also we're seeing people are taking too much risk. When we do risk assessments, we're finding people, you know, they're in a moderate aggressive or aggressive and they had no idea. And we'll give them a risk assessment test and find out there should be moderate or, you know, moderately conservative based off their risk tolerance. So you want to make sure that if you're into retirement, the investments you hold line up with what your tolerance is. Otherwise, yeah, we like to see the market going up and we like to see your accounts grow. But as soon as that market takes a dip, emotionally, you can't handle it. You want to make sure you're in those investments that are long-term holdings. Yeah, I was thinking about this while you were you were answering that question, Mike. Do people get mo more emotional? Are you prone to more emotional reactions? Um, in the red zone, just because you know, like, hey, this is such a critical period. If you see the market down, you, you want to kind of sell or do whatever it is. Do you see that reaction more in this in this time? I do. Yeah, we do see that. Um, people are tired. I, I get it. You know, I, I love working with this generation. You know, they work their butts off. They've been with this employer or, you know, working for 30, 40 years. <laughs> and they just get to a point. It's like, you know, I just had enough. I just I need to make the right decisions. I need to make sure that I can I can do this. I can retire and yeah. So I'm glad that they're coming in and asking for the help. So that that's that's the biggest thing you could do. That's 90% of the problem is people aren't even willing to reach out and um, ask you know say I need help in this area. If you're not in this industry day in day out, most likely you're not going to be able to do a good job with it. And so it's our you know it's our passion, our love to help people plan and to show them and see see that that smile come on their face and that you just see that uh, stress and that burden just fall off their shoulders when we, we go over the solution and we give the analysis and solution of their retirement plan and said, you know, you're going to be just fine. You don't have any issue. And if you want to retire earlier, you can do it. Just let me know if you want to and I'll adjust the numbers. And so just to see that, it just gives that, <laughs> that peace of mind is what we want to help people get. All right, so let's let's kind of get some encouragement, Mike, to people that don't have a plan. Since the majority of people in retirement don't, um, for people that are paying attention and are being proactive with their financial planning throughout their career, why is that planning a little bit easier once you get to the financial red zone? I think it's great when we're working with younger people these days because we're we're doing planning twenty to even thirty, thirty-five years ahead of before retirement, and it shouldn't be a novel idea anymore, but. 
most people are just starting their process, you know, um, I would say one to five years before retirement, one to seven years before retirement is kind of what we've been helping people with. Um, the sooner you can start that planning process, you know what your contributions need to be, uh, what we can expect those, those dollars to grow. We can actually project your social security, what that's going to be. And we get very detailed when it comes to um, you know, the planning process about not just what your expenses are today, but what they will be in, in the future, when the house will be paid off. Does it make sense to pay off the house aggressively or not? Uh, maybe you just refinance to a 30-year mortgage um, in the last two, you know, two three years because the rates were so ridiculously low. Well, if you have 27, 28 years left, probably not. That's probably not going to be the goal to focus, put all your extra funds into that. But the key is by putting everything together, our, our software program will, will actually show you what your retirement looks like today, what it'll look like in the future. We can project. We don't overpromise and underdeliver. That's a big thing. I think that unfortunately a lot of other advisory firms do. We show you what, you know, on the perspectives of what investments have made um, in the past. And we show what um, another one, what they're expected to do. I mean, because we have to you know, remember we had 11-year bull run. It was pretty easy to make money the last decade. Uh, but what is expected to do, and then we even notch it down from there and said, this is we're going to even figure lower than that uh, for your plan, just just in case. And so it's good to see these numbers. Uh, but again, that's pulling everything together. That's your expenses um, today and expenses, you know, in the future. And, you know, even your kids, you might be helping your kids out with college and paying a student loan. And when that's paid off and... Uh, some people we get very detailed about you, you need to get debt free here seriously in the next three to five years and here's a way to do it so we're going to show you how to put all the extra funds towards your car and then we're going to get make sure these you know the home equity lines paid off and then we get to this debt and then within five years you'll be debt free we can be as detailed as as you can be but it, the key is if you don't have a plan in place you're just doing something blindly uh, you know when you go on a trip <laughs> You know, you're going on a trip, you plan your trip out, you know, weeks in advance. I'm already starting to look at our spring break trip, you know, two and a half months out right. about where we're going to go, what the flights are going to be, and, you know, what kind of housing is available. Are we going to rent a house? Are we going to stay in a resort? What are we going to do? More people put time in planning a trip than they do their retirement. And you would never get into a car and just drive without a map or using Google Maps these days. Uh, or just take a trip and just show up in Florida and say, I'm, I'm on vacation. I'm just going to look, find something now. Um, you don't do that. So why would you do that with what you've been doing, your, spending your whole life doing? If you work 8 to 10 hours a day, 5 days a week, for the last 30, 40 years, why would you not do your due diligence and just put a couple extra hours and, and get a plan together? It, it's, it, it's a no-brainer, but yeah. people don't think that way, unfortunately. Well, hopefully this uh, will help you understand why it's so important. If you want to start that process, if you haven't yet, uh, principalpreservationservices.com is the website. You can schedule a meeting there, but you can also call directly at 855-987-8888. But again, just can't hammer home that idea enough that planning is so crucial to your financial success in the future. We've got a couple questions here, Mike, I want to get to before we close out the show. Uh, one from Laura. who said, I'm 56. I've been working at the same company for 32 years. I'm so tired of being here, and I want to retire, <laughs> but I'm still a few, a few years away from being able to make take money out of my retirement accounts. So am I just stuck for a while? Um, maybe. Um, the, the key is 
you, if you have four, you know, employer sponsor plans, you can actually start taking money out before fifty nine and a half without penalties. But again, you know, Laura, you know, I don't know your health situation, but women tend to live longer than men. You know, so if you know if you're a healthy female when you get to sixty five, you have a fifty fifty chance to live till um, age eighty seven. So um, that could be thirty one years of not working. Do you have enough money to do that? Because you can't even file for Social Security for another roughly six years at the minimum. So um, the key is finding out, is this going to fit? How, how you can afford health care? Maybe it all works for you. And maybe that, extra, that stress is just too much. We have a lot of people who will um, want to get out and just do something part-time. And maybe that's all you need. Um, or just find a, a lower stress. I had a, was a couple last night. He said, I, I took a kind of a uh, job take a step backwards with his job. He actually stepped down and took a, a lesser position for a little less pay and less responsibility um, a couple years ago uh, because it wasn't worth it for him. The stress level um, and for the little extra pay he was getting wasn't worth it. So by maybe he had that ability. The key is what we're finding is sometimes just working a couple more years makes a big difference. If you work two years, maybe three or more years of Full-time pay makes a, such a big difference than you quitting and just doing something part-time. What you can earn in probably three years will be more than what you can earn part-time in 10 to 12. So it makes might make more sense just to stick it out or maybe you know ask for a, maybe a, a job change. All right. I got one more question for you here. Uh, Harriet says, my brother tells me that I have way too much money in the bank, and he's probably right. It's about $150,000 now, but I just like knowing that it's there just in case I have an emergency. So is that really so bad? Not so much, but we do re- usually recommend having only about three to six months of your expenses in emergency account like the bank while you're working, six to 12 months when you're retired. Now, if you have any major purchases coming up, it's good to have a big chunk. If you're, maybe you're buying a car or you can do some house remodeling. It's good to have some extra above those numbers that I just gave. But the problem with that, Harriet, is inflation. You know, We know what banks are paying today, and that's really, for the most part, nothing. I said, does it even pay the gas to go there, open up account, <laughs> and then come home and then drive there, close the account someday? It just, they pay pennies on the dollar. Um, it doesn't make sense. So you're losing money with inflation. If inflation is, we know last year was, was higher than other years, 2021 was, but if it's at least three and a quarter percent and the banks are maybe paying you a half a percent on a one-year CD, you're losing 3%. So you're losing about $4,500 a year by having that 150000 in the bank. So the key is if you're not having any big expenses, that is probably too much money to have. Good question, though, uh Harriet and uh, Laura as well. Thank you for both of those. You can send us in, send us a questions to principalpreservationservices.com. We will try to do our best to answer them on future episodes of the podcast, but always encourage you to call Mike and his team directly at 855-987-8888 to uh, sit down and actually go through your situation in a little more detail. It's always the best way to get an answer that uh, will suffice. So we appreciate it as always. Mike, thank you for uh, taking us through this financial red zone and encourage again, check out the the rebranded YouTube channel, Retirement Reality On Demand. A lot of good uh, shorter video content there, but still hitting on some great financial education topics. So we do appreciate it, Yeah, I appreciate it, that, Ben. Yeah, thanks for uh, plugging that. And um, you have a, a great new year, Ben. And 
I wish everybody out there listening have a great new year. Thanks for checking in and listening to the podcast. We Every once in a while I hear a client comes in and say, oh, I've been listening to your podcast here and there. It's great. So keep checking in. There's good. If you even have some um, some suggestions, what you want us to talk about, either on the on-demand podcast or this um, you know, radio type podcast, audio podcast, just let us know. You know send us an email and we'll, we'll definitely address that. Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you and we appreciate those that have reached out already. All right, that'll do it for us here on the Retirement Reality Podcast. For Mike Coyne and I am Ben George. Take care. We'll talk to you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.